Welcome to the Mastery Over Money podcast. My name is Michael Kim, and I'm a wealth coach, future CPA, and creative at heart. My mission is to help young professionals such as yourself have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. Not only will I teach you how to save, invest, make, and maximize your money, but I'll also transform the way that you think about it. At the end of the day, money management is a skill. And when you have mastery over it, you can create anything. Are you ready? Awesome. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, I am officially back. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I've been away on a half work from home, half vacation trip in British Columbia, BC. I was there for three weeks from August 20th to September 12th visiting friends, hiking, surfing, and eating amazing food. If you want to see the beautiful mountains and oceans in the west coast, you can check out my story highlight on my Instagram profile at Michael Lee Kim. Traveling is honestly one of my biggest passions, so much so that one of my main goals is to be a digital nomad. And a digital nomad is pretty much just someone who travels and works around the world. So this trip was kind of like a teaser or a sneak peek to what life might look like as a digital nomad, and it was amazing. While traveling, I had a lot of time to think, and I'm always looking for new ways to make personal finance fun and interesting for all of you. So then that's when I thought it would be fun to share some personal finance lessons that I had while telling you a story about my travels throughout BC. So in this episode, I'll be sharing three key financial lessons that I learned from traveling around BC. And don't worry, these lessons aren't going to be like how to save money while traveling or how to, you know, restrict your lifestyle. These lessons will be a lot more insightful than that. So I hope you enjoy it. Lesson number one, the importance of planning. I feel like there are two people in the world people who plan everything, and people who just wing everything. I am definitely a planner. It's one of my fetishes to have an extremely detailed plan for my vacation. As soon as I booked the flight to Victoria, I pulled out a Google spreadsheet and started creating a very detailed travel itinerary. In total, I was going to spend three weeks in BC, one week in Victoria, one week in Vancouver, and then one week traveling Whistler and Tofino. I first listed all of the activities I wanted to do in each area, and then I even time-blocked exactly what time and day I would do each activity. Okay, you might be thinking I'm a complete freak for doing this, but as a seasoned traveler that has solo traveled throughout Europe and Asia, there are two main reasons why I do this. The first reason why you want a travel itinerary is so that you can actually get to do everything you want to do. For example, although I was only in Victoria for one week, I knew that I wanted to go to Sombrio Beach to see the hidden waterfalls, to go hiking up Old Balti Mountain to swing on that chair while looking over the ocean, and also go whale watching to see humpback whales. And guess what? On this trip, I got to check off each of these activities off of my bucket list because I had everything in my trusted travel itinerary. 
So the second reason why you want a travel itinerary is that it gives you flexibility. Flexibility. You might be thinking that a detailed itinerary is the opposite of flexibility. Well, by having a detailed plan, this actually allows you to be more flexible with your time. For example, we had initially planned to hike Old Baldy Mountain on Monday, but then the weather happened to be really rainy and not very pleasant. So instead, we decided to swap the outdoor activities with one of our indoor activities. We decided to have a movie night on Monday where we watched a bunch of K dramas. And then on the next day, on Tuesday, we decided to hike Old Baldy Mountain when the sun was out and the temperature was perfect. So, relating this to personal finance, your travel itinerary is like your financial plan. A financial plan is like your travel itinerary, except for your life. You figure out all of the goals you want to hit, like retirement, buying a house, or buying a car. And then exactly when you want to achieve it. The next thing that you do is that you plan what you exactly need to do in order to hit these goals. And the sole purpose of having a financial plan is so that you can actually hit your financial goals. There's a quote by Benjamin Franklin, and he says, "Not planning is planning to fail." And I 100% believe in this. Imagine going traveling and just saying, "Oh." I'll figure things out when I get there. You'll arrive in, you know, Victoria or Vancouver, probably overwhelmed with everything around you, and then by the time you leave, you'll have so many regrets on things that you should have done or could have done. Don't make the same mistakes with your finances. I see a lot of people go about life without a financial plan. Then a few years pass, and they wonder why they haven't hit any of their financial goals. Having a financial plan also gives you flexibility. A lot of people think once they have a financial plan, they'll just forget about it and never look at it again. But that is not how you should use a financial plan. I tell my students that they should be looking and updating their financial plan on a monthly basis, at least, because things are always changing. New expenses come up, you get a raise from your job, or your financial goals change. All of these things should be tracked in your financial plan, so that you can make sure you're still on track to hit all of your goals and have flexibility if anything happens. So let me share a little story. One of my students really wanted to move out of her house. Her main objective was to be able to buy a house, and the reason for this was because she was living at home. And she worked really hard at her job, so she really wanted some sort of independence and freedom. But the thing is, after four years, my student realized that she still had almost no money saved up for her house. I think she had around ten thousand dollars, and she was in a lot of credit card debt. And the reason why she found herself in this situation was because she didn't have a financial plan to figure out how to actually hit those goals. For example, in a financial plan, you'll set a goal of let's say a hundred thousand dollars for a down payment, and then you can just break it down. Let's say you want to hit this goal in ten years, then it's just a hundred thousand dollars divided by ten, and that's ten thousand dollars per year, right? It's a lot more easier to hit your goals and keep yourself accountable once you have a financial plan. So then, after working with me, we created her a financial plan. 
and she is just one year away from buying her home. And this is the power of having a financial plan. It just makes sure that you actually hit your goals and it also gives you flexibility. Lesson number two, what it means to live a financially free life. Okay, so if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I totally bougied out on this trip. We ate out pretty much every day and had some of the best food and drinks I've ever had. Some of the highlights were Lake Erie Resort in Victoria, where we had a very nice dinner with the most beautiful view of the lake and mountains. Another highlight was Raizu in Vancouver, which had some of the most delicious sushi and katsu I've ever had. I mean, you can't go to Vancouver without getting really good sushi. And lastly, Wolf in the Fog in Tofino had the most amazing seafood and dessert I've ever had in my life. We also didn't shy out on the activities that we did. We went whale watching, zip lining, did the peak to peak gondola in Whistler, and went surfing two times in Tofino, which are all activities that are not really cheap. But remember from episode number five, I decided that from now on, I wanted to live a financially free life. That from now on, I won't be controlled and manipulated by my money. I had about to $3,000 saved up for this vacation, and I knew that this was more than enough money for this trip. I spent money on whatever dish that I wanted. I even bought alcoholic drinks if I wanted to, and I paid for expensive activities if I wanted to do them. And it was liberating. Now, I showed all of these activities and all of the great food that we ate on Instagram. And the reason why I shared this wasn't to brag or to show off all of the amazing stuff that I can do. The reason why I intentionally decided to share this with you is because I want to show you what's possible when you have mastery over your money. Before, one of my students literally thought she would never be able to afford to go on vacation. She was in credit card debt, had five figures in student debt, and she was financially supporting her parents and her siblings. She was so overwhelmed, and she didn't think that she deserved to do fun things like going on vacation. But after working with me, she realized that it is possible to have everything. It's possible to hit her financial goals. It is possible to support her family. And it is possible to enjoy life. While we were working together, she booked a trip to travel throughout Vancouver with her sister because she was like, oh, I can actually afford it. And this is something that I want to do. It's as simple as that. A few days ago, I saw on her Instagram that she was traveling in Vancouver, went to Whistler and was hiking Joffrey's Lake. For those of you that don't know, Joffrey's Lake is about one hour away from Whistler and it's absolutely beautiful. It's actually comparable to Banff for the turquoise water and the glacier mountains. I know that my student is now having the time of her life, and I'm so happy and proud that she's able to create these lifelong memories for herself and for her younger sister. Because just a few months ago, she was not in this place. She was scared, in a lot of debt, and not very happy. And today... It's like she's a completely different person. If you're someone who's in credit card debt, has student debt, or is not making a lot of money, and you don't think living an amazing, financially free life is possible for you, 
I want you to know that it is 100% possible for you. I am an example of what is possible. All of my students who were in the same position as you are evidence that it is 100% possible for you to live a financially free life. When you truly believe, the first step to achieving a financially free life is first believing that it's possible for you. Because when you truly believe that it is possible for you to live a financially free life, that's when you start taking action towards it and eventually it becomes your reality. You just have to believe. Lesson number three. Learning a skill is not fun, but the result is priceless. So the last destination of my BC trip was Tofino. And the reason why we went to Tofino is because it's a small little town that is known for its surfing. So from this trip, I learned that surfing is a skill. And the thing about skills is that skills are not fun to learn, but the result is priceless. Let me share our experience with surfing. When my three friends and I decided to go surfing in Tofino, we decided to surf for two days. Since two of my friends had never surfed before, we decided to take surfing lessons the first day and then just surf on our own the second day. So to be blunt, surfing on the first day was really rough for my two friends. They were briefly taught the basic skills on how to pick a wave and how to get up on their surfboard. And let's just say on the first day, they were not having a lot of fun. They kept on getting brutally hit by the strong waves, and they kept falling down on their face and their butt. After the first day of surfing, I asked my friends, Hey, how did you guys find it? And their response was, It was good. But I could see in their eyes all of the pain their body was feeling and the discouragement of not being able to stand up on their surfboard. Reluctantly, they agreed to go surfing the next day. And day two went really differently. My two friends actually started to learn how to surf. They were able to identify which waves they should go on and which waves they shouldn't go on. They were also getting more comfortable with standing up on their surfboard. By the end of day two, my two friends were actually able to stand up on their surfboard. And if you've ever been surfing before, standing up on your surfboard is probably the best feeling you'll ever have. After surfing for about three hours, one of my friends was like, let's surf the whole day. And I was like, uh, no way, I'm hungry. So the key lesson from this experience is that skills are not fun to learn, but the result is priceless. Let's get this straight. Getting thrashed around the waves and falling down and hitting the hard sea floor is not very fun. But the feeling of catching the perfect wave and standing up on your surfboard and gliding to shore is priceless. There isn't a better feeling and it makes all of the bruises and muscle soreness 100% worth it. It's the same thing when it comes to money management. Remember from episode number one, money management is a skill that can be learned. And I don't know about you, learning how to manage your money doesn't seem the most fun. 
And this is coming from me, who's literally a financial coach. Learning how taxes work, what investments to buy, how to budget, isn't something that brings me lots of joy and excitement. I would much rather watch like some anime or some K-dramas instead of learning this stuff. But the thing is, the result is priceless. The feeling of accomplishment when you buy your first home because you created yourself a financial plan five years ago is priceless. The feeling of joy when you get to take your little sibling on a vacation because you know that you can afford it without ruining your life is priceless. The pride that you feel when you know you can take care of yourself and your family is priceless. The result of learning how to manage your money is priceless. And that's the reason why learning how to manage your money is so worth it. Even though budgeting, investing, and taxes may not be the most fun thing to learn, it's so worth your time and energy to learn it because the result is priceless. Having mastery over your money means that you can create an amazing life for yourself and for your loved ones. Okay, overall, my BC trip was really amazing. I honestly have nothing really bad to say about it. It was full of reconnecting with old friends, doing a lot of fun activities, enjoying nature, and just time to rejuvenate myself. So in this episode, I shared three personal finance tips that you can start implementing in your own life. The first lesson is the importance of having a travel itinerary and a financial plan. The second lesson is living a financially free life is 100% possible for you. Lastly, the third lesson is learning a skill is hard and difficult, but the result is priceless. If you're someone who wants to learn how to create a financial plan, start living a financially free life and actually learn how to manage your money, you gotta join the Plant Your Money program. It's a 12-week one-on-one coaching program with me where I teach you how to have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. To apply, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram or you can book a call with me using the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mastery Over Money podcast. If you found any value with this episode, I would love it if you could share it on Instagram and also if you can give it a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more young professionals such as yourself so that I can help change their lives. That's it for today and I'll chat with you guys next week.